Shalom. Had some uh, technical difficulties. There's a uh, there's turn tournaments going on. Uh, the uh, uh, Big Twelve, I believe, Big Twelve tournaments, if I'm not mistaken. I don't really follow uh, basketball too tough, especially college, but I believe that the uh, the teams are, uh, are playing, you know, like uh, down at the uh, Sprint Center, they have uh, all the different NCAA tournaments, so parking is scarce down here, and then also the internet connection, I have problems getting, getting online, you know what I'm saying, because of all the Wi-Fi that's, you know, You know, the Wi-Fi streaming and all of that is going on. But nonetheless, you know, I'm on uh, I'm live now. You know, I'm broadcasting, so all praises to the Heavenly Father. I will know Yahweh. So, Shalom. About to get started in a minute. The screen is cracked, so I went almost a whole year, probably, <laughs> without the screen being cracked. You know, out here prophesying, no problems, and uh, I was in the house and. Um, I was uh, walking up the steps and it dropped. <laughs> and so the screen is pretty cracked. And the screen is cracked right near the uh, eye of the lens is, but nonetheless, it should be all right. So here we go. I want to give all praises, glory, and honor to Abba Yahweh, Bahashem, Yahweh Shai. The Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh which means he exists by Hashem, which means in the name Yahweh Shai, which means he is the deliverer who the world only calls Jesus Christ. The Heavenly Father hath given us this truth in Rakakradash, which is the Holy Spirit. And we thank Yahweh Bashem Yahweh Shai for his tender mercies. Peace and blessings to the elect and the remnant, which consists of these so-called Negroes, Hispanics, Native Americans, as well as the Israelites who look like all the different nations, which will lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Peace and blessings, Shalom. Shalom. So on the way uh, here, I had did a um, a broadcast uh, on the uh, Anchor.com um, channel, which is a uh, Hebrew Israelite biblical news, and I went into redemption. And before you know. Um, I left the house, the Lord put on my spirit about this topic, which I wrote down, you know, I try to write things down now when the spirit moves me to, you know, to bring things forth. So what I, what I received was grace through reconciliation, grace through reconciliation. So Israel is being reconciled and have been reconciled back to the Heavenly Father through His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai, through His blood. By Him dying on the cross and being the atonement for sins, that's the reconciliation. To be reconciled, Israel, as a nation, we were, we were discontinued from our heritage. We broke the law, statutes, and commandments. So we uh, basically voided the contract by our, by our actions. So the contract was basically uh, dissolved uh, between Israel and the Most High. And Yahweh Shai, being the, media, being the mediator, is the one that reconciled us back to the Heavenly Father. So, uh, 
so am I saying that the that the Old Testament or the law statutes of commandments were done away with? No. Yahweh Shai plainly said that he didn't come to do away with the law or the prophets, which is going into you know going into the Old Testament. So we're going to get that. That's in the book of uh, Matthew, chapter five. Yahweh Shai he fulfilled the law. So this is in the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. So here we go. Think not that I come to destroy the law or the prophets. See, these are the words of Yahweh Shai. He said he didn't come to destroy the law or the prophets. So although um, we were uh, discontinued from our heritage, that doesn't mean that the laws are done away with but are we bound by the you know by the old law no we we're we're, we're basically uh, under the law of faith but are we to not keep the law statutes commandments yes we are the best of our ability but that's rehearsing the righteous acts we're not saved by the law we're saved through grace and faith so it says, think not that I come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. So Yahweh Shai fulfilled the laws, which, you know, that's the, you know, the five books of Moses and then the prophets, which, you know, the prophecies of Yahweh Shai was written by the prophets of old. So him dying on the cross, that was a part of the fulfillment of, of the prophecies. Him being a savior, dying on the cross, that was a prophecy too. It says, verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or tittle shall no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. So not one jot or a tittle from the law will will uh, pass till you know as it says it's heaven and earth passing heaven and earth haven't passed yet. Let's see. Hold on. I got some scriptures lined up. Hold on. scripture uh, I want to read out of the book of Acts chapter 5 verse 31 him hath Yahweh exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for the get uh, for for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins so Yahweh Shai came to this earth to be a savior and a prince to give repentance to Israel, forgiveness of sins. That's like when you, uh, when, you know, when we're going to get that in a book of uh, Matthew, chapter one, that go into how Yahweh Shai was the one to come to this earth to save his people from their sins. What is sins, or what is sins? Sins is transgression of the law. So Yahweh Shai being the atonement and the propitiation for Israel, you know, which basically means to atone for sins. He is the sacrificial lamb. So un under the old covenant, you would have to um, have an animal sacrifice to atone for sins. That was the blood, blood of the covenant. So Yahweh Shai dying on the cross that brought in the, the new covenant, the blood of Yahweh Shai, redemption of sins. What what 
atones for sin blood. So let's go back to uh, Matthew 5. And we had already established that Yahweh Shai didn't do away with the law. So by Yahweh Shai dying on the cross, that, that is no way a license to sin. That is to give a mercy and grace, redemption, rec reconciliation through the blood of Yahweh Shai. It says, whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. So anyone that's saying that the laws are done away with, you're going to be least in the kingdom of heaven because the laws aren't done away with. But we're not, as the scriptures tell us, Let's see, judged by the law. Let's see. So this this is in the book of Romans, chapter two, verse twelve. It says, "For as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law." So those that are without knowledge, you know, that sin and don't have the law, they don't understand the law, statutes, and commandments, they shall perish without the law because they don't know who they are. It says, and as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. So those that understand and know, but they're going by the law, they're going to be uh, judged by the law. That's why it's very important to understand Yahweh Shai's uh, sacrifice and to receive the blessings of the atonement. Because we can't keep the law, statutes, and commandments perfectly. The scriptures uh, tell us that we all sin. So if we all sin, which, you know, basically means to fall short. How can we have our sins covered? Through Yahweh Shai. So this is in the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 23. And it reads, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of Yahweh. It didn't say some, it says all. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of Yahweh. So, in order uh, to basically be atoned, because you have to have a blood, because a blood is the life force, you have to have, you know, a sacrifice. And Yahweh Shai was that sacrifice. So, by not accepting Yahweh Shai's blood, you're, 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 you're basically denying the Lord's sacrifice. You're denying the acts that he did to atone the sins of his people. So let's go to um, Matthew chapter 1. And uh, 21. And it reads... And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name. Now, in the Bible, it says Jesus. Jesus is a Greek word. Yahweh Shai is a Hebrew from the tribe of Judah. So, Greek is not the, uh, the native tongue of the Israelites. It's Hebrew, specifically the ancient Hebrew, known uh, also as Paleo-Hebrew, or in the Hebrew tongue, the ancient Hebrew tongue is Lashawan Kadash, which means holy tongue or pure tongue. So the pure way to say the son's name is Yahweh Shai. So it says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Yahweh Shai, for he shall save his people from their sins. Yahweh Shai being the atonement. 
Jones, you know, the prince and the savior and to give redemption. Let me, let me, um, get that scripture again. Let's see. I'll read it one more time. So that's in the book of Acts, chapter 5, verse 31. It says, Him hath Yahweh exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, a prince and a savior to the nation of Israel. She shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Yahweh Shai, and he shall save his people from their sins. It says, uh, For to give repentance to Israel. So Israel is the one who will receive uh, uh, repentance, who will be able to repent, repent from sins. It says, and forgiveness of sins. So the only uh, nation that will, you know, get that uh, repentance is the nation of Israel, no other nation. It's, it's not for the other nations, it's only for the 12 tribes of Israel. So Israel is the one that will will be get, will uh, be given forgiveness of sins through Yahweh Shai. So let's go to the book. Let's see. Actually, we're going to read out of, uh, first we'll go into confessing. If we confess our sins, if we confess to Yahweh by Shimei Awashai, and even confessing our sins, you know, uh, to other brothers, and even you sisters out there, you know, you confess your sins. So this is in the book of 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So confessing our sins to Yahweh by Shem Yahweh Shai. And the scripture says he is faithful and just. So he's merciful. You know, whereas in this society, there's no mercy. You know? There, there's no, there's no uh, uh, justice. But Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shai is faithful and will exhibit justice, a righteous balance. That's why it's very important to understand that covenant, the new covenant, being able to receive that blessing of mercy through Yahweh Shai's blood, the atonement. It says, and will forgive our us our sins. So having our sins forgiven, our trespasses. And the Lord spoke of how we're to forgive others. Now, there are situations where you can forgive people, but that don't mean that you have to go back into that same situation. You can forgive people and then still, you know, basically be separated from that situation. But nonetheless, you know, having mercy. It says he will he is faithful he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Purify to be to be cleansed, to be sanctified. That's what it the word sanctify it means to purify, to be cleansed through the washing of the word, the washing of Yahweh Shai's blood. Being washed by the word because the opposite of that is, is being unclean, uh, basically being filthy. So let's go to uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. It says, In him we have redemption through his blood. So through Yahweh blood, we have what? Redemption. It says, The forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of Yahweh's grace. So Yahweh's grace is through what? It's through Yahweh Shai's blood, that redemption. I read it again. It says, in him we have redemption through his blood. 
So in order to be redeemed, Yahweh Shai had, you know, as the nation of Israel, in order for us to be redeemed, it was through Yahweh Shai's blood. In him, we have redemption through his blood. Through his blood. That We'll read that in Luke about the, uh, the representation of his blood. The forgiveness of sins, so the only way to be forgiven is through Yahweh Shai's blood. The, forgive, the forgiveness of sins. Sins is transgressions of the law or transgression of the law. It says in accordance with the riches of Yahweh's grace. So in order to receive grace, it's through Yahweh Shai's blood. So let's go to a loop. Blood of the New Testament. It's in Luke, and it's also in uh, Matthew. So we'll first start in Luke. That's why, like, during the Passover, that is a, a heavy, heavy time. You know, we understand and know that during, before, during, and after the time of the Passover, there's a lot of judgment. Yahweh will bring forth a lot of judgment on his people. So... Realizing that by partaking of the Passover, you have to recognize and respect and honor Yahweh Shai's sacrifice. Which is the New Testament. So even just think about it. Like Answers are always so so obvious, man. That's why the Lord was will tell us, "He that have an ear, let him hear." We all we all have ears. Being able to spiritually hear and spiritually see. So we all we all have ears. We all have eyes. But there's some that that don't have the uh, the ears to hear or the eyes to see. And then you have some that do, that do. So just think that the old, the old Testament is the Old Testament. And Yahweh Shai is written in the volume of the book. So he's in the Old Testament. Then you have the New Testament, which is Yahweh Shai's blood. And he's in the New Testament. Becoming a volume of the book. So, but Yahweh Shai... Dying on the cross, and, and and the main understanding of that that whole process is written in the New Testament. Is that it's, it's obvious? The New Testament is speaking about Yahweh Shai's uh, bloodshed, the New Covenant, which him, you know, not doing away with the law is a fulfillment of the law, both the Old and the New Testament. So this is in the book of Luke, chapter 22, verse 20. It says, likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. So the wine represents Yahweh Shai's blood of the New Testament, the New Covenant, which is shed for you. So when Yahweh Shai's blood was shed, that initiated the New Covenant. Now, here it is, the Lord... <laughs> He's speaking prophecy because here he's having supper, the Passover supper 
with his brothers. But then he's telling you a prophecy that his blood being shed brings in the new covenant. It is finished. So when he said that, that was the that was the fulfillment. That was the fulfillment of what was written of in the, in the Old Testament, and then also his blood being shed, dying on the cross. That was the, the, the inauguration. That's why uh, when Paul preached, he said he was a he was what? A minister of the new covenant. He didn't say he was a minister of the old covenant. He said he was a minister of the new covenant. This is in Corinthians. Uh, what's that? Second Corinthians. And it reads, who have who also have made us able ministers of the new covenant. So let's go into the word able. To be able. And we'll get it in the uh, Bible dictionary. It'll give us most likely, you know, the Cain and Abel story, but we'll 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 see if we can get understanding on on what the word Abel means. Oh wow! So when you this is heavy, man. So like when you get, uh, let's see, see the uh, in the New Testament the word able it is uh, uncertain, but in uh, in the old the Old Testament able, which is you know speaking of uh, of. Uh, Cain's brother, Cain slew his brother Abel. The word Abel, it means breath or a, or a breath or a vapor. Basically means to breathe. So what what is um, the Holy Spirit? You know, in, in, uh, in the, um, the scriptures of, uh, what's that, um, Ezekiel the 37th chapter that's the breath that breath the breathing you know the the, uh, the dry bones the valley of the dry bones they stood on their feet but they didn't have the breath so the Lord commanded Ezekiel to prophesy uh, to the four winds through the Holy Spirit that's the breath of life But, you know, able is spelled A-B-E-L, but I, I need the word able, A-B-L-E. I just thought that was uh, this heavy, you know, reading, reading about the word able. Let's see. Let's, let's just look it up and just because uh, I'm not finding 
what, what I'm what I'm looking for. So let's just get the standard definition of able, and we'll go back to the scripture. So the word able means having the power, skill, means, or opportunity to do something. So those that are ministers of the new uh, covenant, they have the power. They they have the skill. It's just the opportunity to do something. So uh, Paul and the other apostles, they were preaching what? The new covenant. So they were able to preach. The Lord gave them the power. They get, the Lord gave them the Holy Spirit to teach in order to teach the new covenant. So you had to have the Holy Spirit in order to be able to preach what the Lord commanded the Israelites to teach redemption of sins which is through Yahweh Shai's blood the blood of the New Testament the New Covenant so let's go back to uh, let's see 2nd Corinthians so it reads this is 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 it says who also have made us able ministers of the New Testament which is the covenant. The New Testament is the new covenant. That's what it means. Not of the letter, but of the spirit. So not by the, you know, the, 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 the laws, which is the letter. You know, written on uh, stone tablets. But through what? The fleshly, fleshly hearts. Written in our inward parts. This is, but of the spirit. It says, for the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. So the, the letter is talking about the laws. It kills. Death, you know, or uh, sins into death. But through the spirit, it gives life. When you go into Hebrews, what's that, 8 through 10, it goes into, you know, the... Uh, the whole process of the uh, the old covenant, and then the ushering in of the new covenant through Yahweh Shai's blood. Yeah, um, actually, hold on. I just wanted to make sure if it was more. So let's let's go um, to because uh, I read uh, Matthew, but let me or Luke. Let's go into Matthew. It says the new the new uh, testament Says the New Testament of my blood. Alright, All right, so let's go to uh, Matthew. Because in Luke it says New New Testament, but when you go into, or excuse me, when you go into Luke, it says New New Testament. But when you go into Matthew, it says what? New Covenant. So this is in the book of in the book of uh, Matthew. Chapter uh, 26, verse 28. And I'm going to read out of uh, a few... Uh, different 
different versions. So we'll first uh, read out of the uh, KJV. And it reads, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many of the remission of sins. So when you go into some of the other translations, which lets you know that testament and covenant, it means the same thing. So we'll read it out of the NLT. And it, the NLT is the is the New Living Translation. It says, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between Yahweh and his people. So Yahweh Shai's blood, which was poured out, it confirms the new covenant, the new testament. It says, between Yahweh and his people. So that that's the reconciliation. That is, that is the uh, reconciliation between Yahweh and his people, the new covenant, the new testament. It says, it is poured out as a sacrifice. So Yahweh Shai's blood is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. That's that's Israel. So let's read out of uh let's see. Pretty much it says the same thing in some some of all these other other versions, but let's, let's read out the Holman Christian Standard Bible. It says, For this is my blood that establishes the covenant, the new covenant. It is shared for many for the forgiveness of sins. So Yahweh Shai dying that established the new covenant. That's why he said in, in Luke and Matthew, you know, that you know, his body represents, you know, uh, or the bread represents the body, and then the wine represents his blood, which is the blood of the covenant, the blood of the new covenant. That's what it represents. Yeah, so it's very, very important to uh, recognize that. You don't have a cloak. You don't have a covering for your sins, which means judgment and death, man. So this is this is in the book of um, St. John, chapter 15, verse 22. It says, if I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin. But now they have no cloak for their sin. So without Yahushai's of blood and without you uh, being under the covenant, the blood, the new blood covenant, Yahushai's blood, how are you going to have a cloak or covering for your sins? You're in the same situation as those that are, you know, uh, pretty much you're, 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 in the, you're in the same boat or you are of the two thirds because they're not, they're not going to be healed. They're not going to uh, come into the understanding. So they don't have a cloak or covering. So by you, uh, basically uh, denying Yahweh Shai's blood, you're, you're basically denying that cloak or covering for your sins.
the sin is again transgressions of the law. So you'll be judged by the laws. And being judged by the law is without mercy. It's, it's, it's without uh, any mercy, man. It was a sin unto death. That was it. You would get stoned, and that that'd be the end of it. Or or if, if there was something that you did that was a that was a major sin or transgression, not only you but your whole household. Even anything that pertained to you will, will be consumed, will be destroyed. But yeah, that's well, actually that's uh, that's because I I quoted uh, what sin is. This is in a um, book of Saint or Slackia, not Saint John, but First John, chapter three, verse four, and it reads: "Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is transgression of the law." So, scriptures uh, tells us that we all we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of Yahweh. So it says, "Whoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law." For sin is transgression of the law. So being under the under the law, and we all sin, you transgress the law. So how are your sins covered? Through Yahweh Shai's blood. So when you go into what's that Hebrews? See. Right, bear with me, hold on. Okay, so this is uh this is in the book of uh of Hebrews chapter nine. Hold on. Yeah, uh, chapter nine. And we'll start at verse 12. It says, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. So neither by the blood of goats or calves, which is going into the, uh, the, uh, the way in the ancient times to atone for sins was through the sprinkling of, of, of blood of those uh, goats or, or calves, the animals. It says, but by his own blood, he entered once into the holy place. So Yahweh Shai's blood being that uh, one, one, one and all, one for all, Salakia, one for all eternal sacrifice, no longer year by year, but that eternal sacrifice 
It says, having obtained eternal redemption for us. It says, for if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkled the unclean sanctifier to the purifying of the flesh. So the uh, the blood of uh, bulls and goats and, bull and bullocks, that was a temporary thing to to uh, basically uh, atone for your sins. But it, was, it wasn't something that that was eternal because you would constantly have to do it. But Yahweh Shai's blood was that one and all eternal sacrifice or redemption. You know, the, re the redeeming of Israel, the redemption or redemption from the blood of Yahweh Shai. It says, how much more shall the blood of Hamashiach who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to Yahweh, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living power or the living God. It says, and for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament. So Yahweh Shai is the mediator. He is the uh, propitiation. He is the, uh, you know, basically like a, a, he's a lawyer. He's an advocate. You know, he is the advocate for Israel. It says, for, for this he caused he, and for this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament by the means of death. So he is the mediator of the New Testament by means of death. By his blood being shed, him being the mediator, that was, you know, again, the, uh, the inauguration of the new covenant, his blood. It says that by means of death, the house shot down on the cross, his blood being shed for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament. So it was through Yahweh Shai dying, it was the way for Israel to redeem the same way that uh, an Israelite could redeem from the uh, blood of goats, the bullocks. It says, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. So those that are called will uh, might, as it says, might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. That that's plain. Yahweh Shai dying on the cross, and his blood—that's the New New Testament, the New Covenant. And he, he spoke of it in the Book of Matthew, and the book in the Book of Luke. It says, for there a testament, for where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. So when you go into the, you know, like a testator, that, that's a person that leaves a will or he writes a will out, you know? And so that will, it, when it comes into full strength, it, it, it takes effect when the testator dies. Just like if you have a, a, a relative that, that say got land and they're old, they're elderly, they're a testator. So say that old uh, relative have uh, family members or say uh, grandchildren or say nieces or, ne or, or, or nephews or nieces that they, that will be uh, uh, partakers of that old relative's inheritance. So they say uh, he or she, uh, who is a testator, leaves land to say uh, uh, a grandchild. Well, that grandchild can't receive that land until the testator dies. So. It, it only comes into full strength at the death of the testator. So that's why it says again that for 
for where a testament is, which is the, the New Testament, there is there must also the necessity be the death of the testator. Yahushai dying. This is for a testament is a force after men are dead. So the New Testament came into that force when Yahushai died, the death of the testator. It says, otherwise it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. So it wasn't until Yahushai died that that brought in the full force of the covenant being established. Now, are we in the fullness of the New Testament? No, because, you know, you know, there's a changing of the bodies, you know, immortality, you know, being in the kingdom of heaven. But that's a part of the good news. That's why it says that, uh, you know, in Second Corinthians, being able ministers of the New Testament, or it's, you know, the spreading of the new covenant. That's what the Israelites were were receiving. And it was controversial uh, then, or back then, and it, you know it's controversial now because you had the, the the Israelites in the ancient times that that had a problem with hearing that Yahushua's blood atoned, you know, for the sins. They couldn't receive it, you know. That's why you had Paul with Saul that was persecuting the Christians. But then, you know, Paul was uh, knocked off the horse that it was at the road to Damascus. And he, he became a preacher of the New Covenant. You know, a preacher of the, the New Testament. Because you, you had... Uh, followers of Hamashiach before Paul, you know, and cause he, you know, again, he was, he was a, a Pharisee. So he was per persecuting Israelites. He, he was res responsible for having uh, Stephen, uh, uh, Stephen uh, Stone. So yeah. Hold on. Let me see if I can find that scripture. So this is, uh, that's in the book of Acts. Is the, what the acts of the apostles? So they were they were being persecuted for preaching the new covenant, for preaching the redemption of sins through Yahweh Shai. It's like you had the wicked Pharisees and the scribes that was going against the Messiah. That that same spirit was was uh, on the earth. That was this. You know, the persecution of the, the Christians were followers of Hamashiach Yahawashai. So by them believing in, in the Messiah, not only they were being persecuted by, um, by their own people, Israelites that weren't believers, but also by the Romans. And by the Romans, they were, you know, they were scapegoated. That's, that's, that's where you get uh, Nero that blame the Christians for for a fire that he was starting 
or fires that he was starting in Rome to, to build uh, um, an effigy of himself to be worshipped and to build, you know, other instructions. is in the book of uh, Acts chapter uh, 7 and we'll start at uh, and I'm going to read it out of the uh, the English Standard Version it says, it says it says now when they heard these things they they were enraged, and they ground their teeth at him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of Yahweh and Yahweh Shai standing at the right hand of Yahweh. It says, and he said, Behold, and he said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of Yahweh. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And by him, and the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul, which is talking about Paul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord, Yahweh Shai, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. It's just like Yahweh Shai said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Uh, Stephen, he said this, pretty much the same thing. Lord, do not hold this sin against them. It says, and afterwards he fell asleep. He gave up the ghost. You know, he, he saw, you know, basically in the, in the midst of, of, of being put to death, he saw the Lord. He saw the Heavenly Father and the Messiah, seeing the Messiah on the right hand of the Father. So that, that persecution was heavy. It was heavy, man. A lot of Israelites were being thrown in, in arenas. Just think that the Israelites were, they were still sacrificing. You know, certain Israelites was, you know, were still sacrificing. They, you know, they were sacrificing to other gods. And, you know, of course they didn't believe in the Messiah. So they were, they were still you know, still, you know, basically uh, uh, under the old covenant. But Yahweh Shai dying on the cross, and then these new believers, the believers of Hamashiach, which the word Christian means believer, believer of Christ. So they were they were believers of the Messiah, believers of the New Testament, the New Covenant. And then when Paul was converted. You know, he was forgiven of his sins by Yahweh Shai. He became a minister of the New Covenant, a minister of the New Testament.
Bear with me, hold on. is in the book of uh, Acts chapter uh, 7. And we'll start at, uh, and I'm going to read it out of the, uh, the English Standard Version. It says, it says, it says, now when they heard these things, they, they were enraged, and they ground their teeth at him, but he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of Yahweh and Yahweh Shai standing at the right hand of Yahweh. It says, and he said, behold, and he said, behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of Yahweh. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And by him, and the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul, which is talking about Paul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord, Yahweh Shai, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. It's just like Yahweh Shai said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Uh, Stephen, he said this, pretty much the same thing. Lord, do not hold this sin against them. It says, and afterwards he fell asleep. He gave up the ghost. You know, he he saw, you know, basically, in the in the midst of of, uh, of being put to death, he saw the Lord. He saw the heavenly Father and the Messiah, seeing the Messiah on the right hand of the Father. So, that that persecution was heavy. It was heavy, man. A lot of Israelites were being thrown in, in arenas. Just think that the Israelites were, they were still sacrificing. You know, certain Israelites was, you know, were still sacrificing. They, you know, they were sacrificing to other gods. And, you know, of course they didn't believe in the Messiah. So they were, they were still you know, still, you know, basically uh, uh, under the old covenant. But Yahweh Shai dying on the cross, and then these new believers, the believers of Hamashiach, which the word Christian means believer, believer of Christ. So they were they were believers of the Messiah, believers of the New Testament, the new covenant. And then when Paul was converted. You know, he was forgiven of his sins by Yahweh Shai. He became a minister of the New Covenant, of the minister of the New Testament. You go a little bit more uh, in, uh, down to verse 8. It says, I'm reading out of the uh, Bible Gateway, and it says, Saul ravages ravages the church and Saul approved of his execution and there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea, Samaria except the apostles so Saul who, was, who became Paul he was persecuting the church ravages the church that was a great persecution to the point where they scattered you know throughout the regions they were they were being persecuted. Scripture says, 
uh, when you're persecuted in in the city, flee into another. That's what happened. So the Israelites were, you know, basically on the on the run. And so, uh, like um, the scripture says, we as pilgrims on the earth. That that was that was going on then too. It's going to happen in 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 the you know in the modern times. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, in the time of Jacob's trouble, but it happened back then. You know that's why you had the Christians that were in those uh, catacombs, like in Rome, and that's where you see the uh, the fresca, the, uh, what's that, the Domitella, which shows what Yahushai and the disciples look like, so-called Negro uh, men. They, the, the Israelites were, uh, you know, in those cat catacombs worshiping, you know. They were, you know, praying and, and fellowshipping, and they had to because it was against the law. You know, the, the Romans were again persecuting the Christians in that in that time period. So Jacob's trouble uh, is is is, is going to be worse than that. That's the scriptures tell us. So we're to, uh, you know, uh, as the scriptures say, the things that are written aforetime time were written for our learning. So. We can get an understanding of, of basically what's going to happen. You know, persecution is coming, but nonetheless, you know, the scripture says that faith will be, faith will wax strong. So you're going to have many that, that's going to believe and their faith is going to increase. But then also the scripture says, shall he find faith on the earth? Is many going to give up their faith because of the great persecution and famine and all the other things and how Esau is going to come against those those with the spirit they're going to stand fast they're going to maintain their integrity so that's pretty much it you know i hope this uh street teaching was edifying to the elect and the remnant i want to give all praises glory and honor to abu nawa yahweh by shem yahweh shai shalom